Greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. This is your Apostle Nicole Reddick with Converting Souls Apostolic Ministries. Today's message is still dedicated to the fathers. And the title of the message today is A Father Knows His Son or Daughter or Child. A father knows his child. And we know that son is used universal in the Bible at times. Let us bow our heads. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for your word. I thank you for your love. I thank you that you touch down and hear and you love us. And you know us. And there are some things that you would say to your children that you know about them. And so, Father, I pray today that as this message go out, that it bless both the fathers and the son, that it bring healing and deliverance, salvation empowerment, enlightenment, touch every eye and ear that it will open up their understanding. And I pray, Father, that whosoever life you're trying to touch, that it be touched today and that reconciliation be made between you and them and them and their fathers, their earthly fathers. So Heavenly Father, have your way. Holy Spirit, I yield myself to you. Have your way. In the name of the potentate king, Jesus Christ himself, who liveth forever and ever. Amen and amen. <clears throat> A father knows his son. John, the 10th chapter. John, the 10th chapter, the 15th verse, part A. As the Father knoweth me, even so know I the Father. Here we have a father and son relationship. We have this father and son relationship. And so the, the father, the son is explaining that the father knows him and he knows the father. So I want you to understand this. This know is an experiential knowledge. They know each other. They've been in communication and in fellowship with each other. Luke, the 15th chapter, the 24th verse. This is an experiential knowledge, but it's also a perceptive knowledge. It's just knowing. It's just knowing. It's just knowing. 
A father knows his son. And in Luke, this verse comes about a father and his knowledge of his son. Luke 15, 24. He says, For, my, for this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to be merry. So I want to take a look at this. If the son is saying, my father knows me. And then he's saying, well, I know my father also. So what is it that we have here? That the father has taken knowledge of the son. And he's saying, for this my son was dead and is alive again. He had returned home. So I want you to understand that this man, this son, was gone. But he was still living. So why would the father say, this my son was dead and is alive again? He was lost and is now found. What does it mean to be dead? Now you're saying your son was dead and is alive again. He, you saw him in a distance coming near. What do you mean he was dead? What we must understand here is the father is saying you, he was separated from the vivifying grace of God. He could see him afar off, but there was no communication. There was no influence. There was no talking. There was nothing. So the relationship was dead. What the father was saying is that my son's soul was separated from me. And now I see him and he's coming back and he's closer. This I must celebrate. My son was dead and now he's alive. What are they saying today? The Holy Spirit want us to understand that the Father in heaven, he knows us. To be dead means to have one's soul separated from the in-living influences of the divine light and spirit. To be separated from God the Father. To be separated from Jesus, the everlasting father. To be separated from your earthly father means to be dead in their life. They have, they can give you no words to live by. They can't give you wisdom. They can't give you encouragement. 
They can't help you in any way. There is no influence for you. Therefore, if you're not in their life, they're dead. And this is how God sees us at times. When we don't allow him to influence the, the things in our life that keep us separated from him. The Father knows us. The Heavenly Father knows you. The Heavenly Father knows his sons and daughters. Just like your Father know you. And would love to influence your life, but he can't. Because you're somewhere and there's no communication. Matthew, the eighth chapter. Matthew, the eighth chapter. Matthew, the eighth chapter. The twenty eighth verse. The 22nd verse, Matthew 8, 22. But Jesus said unto him, follow me and let their dead bury their dead. Now why would Christ said this, say this? He said, follow me. Those that follow Christ are alive. They are living. But he said, let the dead bury their dead. Let the separated be with the separated. Let those that don't want my influence in their life be. Let them be. Because they want to stay dead. They think it's life. Ephesians, the second chapter. Ephesians, the second chapter. And you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins. You were. You were dead. You were separated from me. I had no influence in your life. I knew who you were. You knew of me and you wanted to no part. You were dead in trespasses and sins. The Bible says in time past, you walked that way. But now you follow me. The everlasting father is saying, now you follow me and let the dead bury their dead. I need you to, I need you to stay up with me on this one. Let the dead bury their dead. You came alive. It's time for you to live. It's time for you to understand the way of heaven. He says, you 
He says, but you, but you, First Corinthians, the sixth chapter, you, I want you to understand that he knows you and you're following him. And he's saying, let the dead bury their dead. I don't know if, if you're warring with something in your mind. Let the dead bury. Let it be buried. Let the dead die. Let it be buried. But you, he's saying, this is where you are. You have reconnected to the Father, the Father of spirits and lights. You have I quickened. And I want you to understand this, that some of you were thieves. Some of you were covetous, were drunkards, revilers, extortioners. Some of you were fornicators. Some of you were idolaters. Some of you were adulterers. Some of you were effeminate. Some of you were abusers of themselves with mankind. You were. Understand what he's saying. The Father knows. He knows. And he wants you to understand. Let the dead bury their dead. I want you to understand that God is saying to you today, you were, you are no longer. Let the past be in the past. You were, let the dead be dead. You were, you are alive. And the Father knows. Verse 11 says, you were one of them before. You were, you were. But he's saying to you today, now you are washed. Now you are sanctified. Now you are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus by the spirit of our God, the heavenly father. You are alive. I want you to know there ain't no game coming to Christ. You were dead and now you are alive. And the Heavenly Father and the Everlasting Father is letting you know today, let the dead bury their dead and follow me. If there's anything that Christ wants you to know, it is because of the Spirit of the living God. Because you started following him, you are alive. You heard his voice. You came alive again. Remember the verse, Luke 15, 24. Here, my son was dead and is alive again. What does it mean to be alive again? To be recovering of life? You went out there in your trespasses and sins, but now you're back to me. And I want you to know living is what you're doing now. You are living now. See, I, 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 can, I, can, I can insert a, a little testimony here. I was dead to God. Not because he didn't know me. Because I didn't know him. 
But in 1999, the end of the year, New Year's, I came alive again. I'm alive. Why? Because I allow God to influence my life. I let the dead bury their dead. I let them stay together and I separated out. No matter what the reason is, I am alive. My faith came into play again. He has quickened me. And this message is for you today. I don't care where you are. I don't care who you are. I want you to know today, the Father knows, and he's saying, now you are hearing my voice, and now it's time for you to live. It is your choice. Ephesians 2, 1 said, he has quickened you and made you alive. It is your choice to want his influence in your life. It is your choice to come back to him. It is your choice if you want to be a part of the sheepfold. It is your choice. But I'm here and I know you. And I want you to know I see you afar off. And I want you to understand I can see you coming and I can see you going. But I want you to know in the going, you separate yourself from me. In the coming, you come for my influence, for my for my wisdom, for my direction, for my instruction, for my salvation, for my love, for my love. Revelations, the third chapter. The Father knows. Revelation, the third chapter. And I want you to understand this. This is a letter to the church. This is not a letter, letter to non-believers. This is a letter to the church. And what is he saying? Do you understand that the church is equivalent to the son? And he's saying, I know my sons. I know my churches. A father knows his son. And unto the angel of the church in Sardis write, These things said he that has seven spirits of God and the seven stars, I know. There's something about knowing. When you're known of God, when you're known of Jesus Christ, you following him, there is some living going on. But this is a problem that he's having with the church right now. He said, I know thy works. Thou hast a name that thou livest and art dead. Now, for some reason, some of the churches are dead and they think they are alive. And what Christ is saying, what God is saying, is that I know your works. You think you're living, but you're dead. And he's talking to the church. What's going on in the church? 
watchful and strengthen the things which remain that are ready to die. That means there are some things that are alive in you, but they're ready to die. The Father knows. And this is the everlasting Father talking, Jesus Christ himself. He says, there are some things that are ready to die. I want you to go over to verse 16. This is a different church, but they're having the same problem. He says, I know your works. The everlasting Father knows what's going on in each and every church in America and across the world. And what is he saying today? I know your works, and some of you think you're living, but you're dead. And he says, there is some life in you, but they're ready to die. He said, I know thy works. The church is his son. He says to the church of Laodicea, so then because thou art lukewarm, you're neither cold nor hot. I'm gonna spill you out of your mouth, out of my mouth. He says, you're not hot and you're not cold. Then what are you? You're lukewarm. He says, because you say I am rich and increased with goods and have need of nothing and knowest not that thou art wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. Don't go there. They feel it. They feel it. Don't go there. I counsel thee to buy of me. Why do God have to counsel you? He's your God Father. He knows you. And he's saying, I need you to see your wretchedness since you're so rich. I need you to see your miserableness since you have all the goods. I need you to see that you're poor, blind, and naked because you don't think you need anything. Your natural state might be what you're stating, what he's stating here, that you see I am rich. I'm increased with goods and I have need of nothing. But God is looking at your spiritual state and the everlasting father is saying you're wretched, you're miserable and poor and blind and naked. And he's talking to you today to buy of me gold tried in the fire that you can be really rich and white raiment that you can be clothed that the shame of your nakedness do not appear and he wants you to anoint your eyes with eye salve 
so you can truly see. Because in verse 17, you are not seeing clearly. If, God, if Christ, the everlasting Father, is saying you're wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked, but you're saying I'm rich, increased with good, and have need of nothing, you are not seeing clearly, and you need some eye salve. What is God saying to the church? He says, as many as I love, the Father loves. He says, in this love, I have to rebuke and chasten and be zealous, therefore, I need you to repent. He says, I need you to do some good work, the good work of repentance. The good work of repentance. He says, as many as I love. And we hate, we, we hate getting corrected. That, that's an ouch. That hurt, Father. He says, but I need you to understand that I love you. And that's why you ouching. But it's a good thing the Apostle Paul said. He said we should rejoice that he's rebuking us. And that he's chastening us. And that it's an ouch. He said, as many as I love. He says, but I need you to be zealous. And I need you to repent. Uh, zealous is a good thing. That means he sees that you have it in you. Be zealous. Uh, bring forth some fruits of good work. Uh, repent. He said, behold. I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice, can you hear him today? His voice is speaking. He's the everlasting father. We're in the book of Revelation, the letters to the churches. Can you hear his voice? He's speaking loudly. The thunder is going forth. Can you perceive the message? He's wanting, he's wanting the fellowship to be true. He's wanting the fellowship. He says, if any man hear my voice, there's something about the voice of the everlasting father. It makes you alive. It quickens you. And he's saying, if you hear me, you will open up and I'm going to make you alive again. You've got to open up. I want to come in and sup with you and you with me. Do you understand? I can't let you be lukewarm. You can't be on both sides. You can't straddle the fence. He said, I need you to, to see a little clearer. Your nakedness is showing. Put on your white raiment. I need you to see. You've got to buy of me. I'm the gold tried in the fire. The everlasting father is speaking. Can you hear? Can you hear? He's wanted you to be an overcomer. The next verse says, To him that overcometh will I grant to sit with me in my throne, even so as I overcame. 
and sat down with my father in his throne. He that hath an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Are your ears open? Do you get the understanding that Christ is speaking today? Do we understand that the everlasting Father knows us? The Heavenly Father knows us. We the church. And he's knocking. He shouldn't even have to knock. But he gives us that respect. Knowing what we're doing. He's knocking. He's knocking. He's knocking. Are you hearing him? Are you willing to open up? John, the fifth chapter. John, the fifth chapter. The Everlasting Father. The fifth chapter. And he's speaking again. And we're going to start off with the 19th verse. He says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, The Son, the Everlasting Father, can do nothing of himself, but what he seeth the Father do, the Heavenly Father, the Ancient of Days, the Holy, Holy, Holy God. Elohim is his name. El Shaddai. For what thing soever he doeth, these also doeth the Son likewise. For the Father loveth the Son. I want you to know your Father loves you today. Whether it's the Heavenly Father, the Everlasting Father, the Natural Father, the Spiritual Father, your Fathers love you today. And he, they know you. And that should put a smile on your face. It should put a smile on your face. The Father loveth the Son and showeth him all things that himself, himself doeth. And he will show him greater works than these that you might marvel. For as the Father raises up the dead. Let's look at this now. The Father is raising up the dead and quickeneth them. He make them alive. Even so the Son quickeneth whom he will. So what do we have here? We have the Father's love for the sons and the daughters just just understand, I'm using sons universal, male and female. The father loveth the sons and daughters. Num, num, in, in verse 20, he's saying, in loving you, I want to show you all things. In loving you, I commune with you, I sup with you. In loving you, I share things with you. 
in loving you. I become the revealer to you. Number two, the father says, I raise up the dead and quicken you. And then I give you these greater works. The relationship with the father and the sons. The relationship with his love towards you when you receive it. There's a relationship going on there. And he's saying, I want to show you my love. I'm going to reveal to you things that I don't reveal to everybody. I'm going to reveal to you things. And not only will I raise up the dead and quicken them, I will use you to raise the dead and quicken them. I will use you. I will use you. I will give you these greater works. The son being the everlasting father. And if you don't believe it, go to Isaiah, the ninth chapter. And you read, I believe it's about the sixth verse. It talks about him being the everlasting father because he is a counselor to us. And that's another name for father. He is Lord to us. And that's another name for father. He is master to us. And that's another name for father. I want you to understand who you serve. The everlasting father is speaking. Can you hear him? Let's go to verse 24. He says, verily, verily, I say unto you, he that heareth my words and believeth on him that sent me. So in other words, I am the everlasting father. But if you hear my words and then believe on him, the heavenly father, the, the one who sent him, have everlasting life and shall not come into condemnation, but is passed from death unto life. Do you hear that? You got to hear his voice. Are you hearing his words today? He wants you to pass from death to life. Do you understand what that means? This one is not just talking to the church. He's talking to the whole world here. He wants you to pass from death to life. That means he wants you to come out of the state being dead to the state that's being alive. He wants influence in your life. He wants to be there for you. He wants to encourage you. He wants to strengthen you. He wants to show you the way of salvation. He wants you in his life. He gives us that invitation. He says, I'll pass you from death to life if you can believe. If you can believe. Now, what do you mean? Death to life. But I'm, I'm, I'm living, but you're saying I'm dead. I'm saying that because you don't have God's influence in your life. If you can understand the definition of dead when Christ said it. 
when God said, he's saying, listen, I want some influence in your life. I need you to hear my voice. I need you to believe on my son, the everlasting father, and I need you to believe that I sent him. And he's saying today, he want to pass you from death to, li death to life. Verse 25 says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, the hour is coming and now is. It's not yesterday. It's not tomorrow. Now is the time. Now is. When the dead shall hear the voice of the Son of God, the voice of the everlasting Father, the voice of the King of kings and Lord of lords, the voice of the Holy One of Israel, the voice of the Son of God. And they that here shall live. He said, I want to put you in another state. I want to pass you on. But it's up to you. I'm, I'm sharing this with you. Can you hear my voice? I'm letting you know through my servant. I'm letting you know through my apostle. I'm sending her to tell you. I want to pass you from death to life. And to the church. See, we just talked about the church, right? His sons. The father knows his sons. And he's saying, I need you to seek me to get rid of the dead areas in your life. There's another state I want to take you to. Do you want to go there? The dead areas he want to pass on. And he wants them to come alive. Are you ready to give them to him? Are you ready to drop them? See, get rid of the dead. The dead must come alive. Christ is speaking. He wants the dead to come alive. Will you allow his influence in your life? Will you allow it? Will you allow it? Will you allow God in your life through his son, Jesus Christ? He said, now is the time for influence. Now is the time for encouragement. Now is the time for empowering. Now is the time for deliverance. Now is the time for healing. Now is the time for grace. Now is the time that you receive my love. It's always there. It's been knocking. It's been knocking. It's been knocking. Will you open up? Ezekiel, Ezekiel, God has been seeing you in your blood, and he wants to tell you to live. He needs you to recover well. He wants you to pass you from the state that he's seeing you in. He's tired of seeing you in your blood. He wants you to come alive. There are some things dying that were supposed to have been living and he's saying, no more. I've got to tell you what I know. I've got to tell you as a father what I know. And some of you natural fathers have been trying to reach your sons. It's time for the sons to go back to their fathers, to let them know, to have this relationship with them. You were dead, but now you alive. And if the father walked out, it's time for you to go to your son and go to your daughter and let them know. Let them know. Let them know that you love them. 
Let him know I'm tired of being dead in your life. Now is the time. Now is the time. Now, now, now. Reconciliation. Receive the love of the Heavenly Father. Receive the love of the natural father. Receive the love of the spiritual father. Receive the love of your mentor. Now is the time. Now is the time. Not yesterday. Not tomorrow. It's now. Christ is saying now. The everlasting father is saying now is the time. Now. He that. He that hear the voice of the Son of God, he that hears shall live. He wants to pass you from death to life, from one state to the next state. It's going to be better. It's going to be better because he don't pass you from dead to dead. He passes you from death to life. There is a difference. This next state in your life, he's saying recover well. He's saying live, live, but there's got to be some faith in there. He said, I got to let you know, in order for you to live, you got to get rid of the dead parts of your life. You got to pass on. You got to pass on. That means let the fathers influence you. The heavenly father, the spiritual father, the natural father. Let the father influence you. The everlasting father. He was speaking loudly today. Can you hear him? Can you hear him? Can you hear him? He was speaking loudly. And I want you to know it was of love. Because he said, those I love, I rebuke and chasten. Those I love, I, I reveal things to them. Those I love, I pass from death to life. He's speaking to you today. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your word. I pray that you would pass those that have received this word today from death to life. Pass them from the state they're in to the new state you're bringing them into. In relationship, in form of love. Have your way, God, in the relationships of the fathers to the children, the fathers to their sons, the fathers to their daughters. And for every man and woman on this earth, to the everlasting Father, your Son, Jesus Christ. Father, we bless and praise your name for this message today. Let open up our hearts that it will bring deliverance and healing, faith and empowerment, encouragement and enlightenment, restoration in all things. In Jesus Christ, the potentate king forever and ever. Amen and amen. Amen and amen.
Greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. This is your Apostle Nicole Reddick. And I wanted to read some verses to you today. John 3.16 For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Jeremiah 29.11 For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Philippians 4.13 I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. Psalms 23.4 Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Romans 8:28 And we know that all things work together for the good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. Psalms 23:1 The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Psalms 23:6 Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Peace and blessings to you all.
Ouch. 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 Ouch.